Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Speaking of Shane Steichen, let's head to the Payless Liquors Hotline right now. The first-year head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, our first time getting a chance to chat with them. He is Shane Steichen. Coach, congrats. Welcome to Indy, and uh, appreciate the time for what is a very busy week for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me. Let's start with like what a typical day looks like for you, Combine Week. I know you're finalizing your coaching staff. We'll, I, like, walk us through yesterday for you here at the NFL Combine. Yeah, so yesterday we got a lot of formal interviews with, you know, a lot of the players that are, you know, at the Combine, different positions. We're going through those interview processes, uh, interviewing those guys, and obviously they're quick interviews. You know, you get 20 minutes with these guys in the room, uh, and then you go for a couple hours there, and then obviously you got the workouts uh, on the field and just studying those guys, watching their body movements, seeing how they run on the field. I'm curious, Coach, when today when the players or the prospects meet with the media and, you know, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Richardson, you know, they all meet with the media. Do you guys in any way, shape, or form, does that part, does the way that they handle that situation, the questions, the throng of media, does in any way, shape, or form that get factored into the scout of a player? Yeah, I think so. I think you find out a lot about those guys. Any way you can evaluate them, obviously on the field is the biggest thing, as we know, but just how they carry themselves. I mean, especially, you know, the top quarterbacks, when you become, uh, you know, a quarterback, get drafted early in the draft, uh, you know, you're, you're, it's, a big, it's a big responsibility, you know, to lead the charge uh, in any NFL organization. Um, but, yeah, how they hear, you know, handle themselves in front of the media, how they are outside the building, how they are inside the building with their players. Uh, and, again, you know, I said this the other day in my press conference, is just the vetting process and really getting to know these guys and what they're about and how they carry themselves on and off the field. One of the other things you mentioned, and again, Shane Steichen is with us here on the Payless Lickers Hotline in that uh, press conference, was you talked about your interview process for assistance, and you used mm-hmm. the word grueling. Uh, when I think of grueling, I think of working with my co-host Jake here yeah, thanks. Uh, for 15 hours a week. <laughs> what what – what did you mean by that? I guess can you can you a little peek behind the curtain? Like, what is a part of a grueling interview process as you build the staff? Well, I think you got to be very detailed uh, with everything you do in this profession. You know, you want to hire the right people. You obviously you want to hire really really good coaches, but you want to hire the best fit as well. You know, uh, from a personality standpoint, how are they going to fit with the staff? How are they going to handle their position? And then really the details of that position, the fundamentals how they teach the fundamentals, how do you run a meeting, what's your preparation throughout the week, and then really dive into, you know, some things, it's different positions are different, but like the scheme part of it, how do you scheme during the week, what do you look for, what are tendencies, and then put them through that process on the whiteboard with film study, uh, all those little different things, and try to, you know, turn over every rock uh, to make sure you get that right. Coach, for you personally, you know, I've had – we all have, has had situations in our career where you start a new job, and the way that I always say it when people are like, are you excited for your new job? And I always say, you know, I just can't wait to get to that point where, like, I'm not sure what day of the week it is because you're just in a routine. And, you know, for you personally, it's been – you've hit the ground running. I'm sure it's been a whirlwind. What part of this process for you has been more overwhelming than you thought? 
Um, honestly, I you know I I've had a, a you know a vision of what I want it to look like. Obviously, building it and you know hoping for this opportunity. Uh, you know you know started to you know think about it. Obviously, when I you, when you become a coordinator, you know those off seasons, that summertime is really when you start to kind of put together your vision and kind of your first you know, 30 days on the job, what's that going to look like and how you're going to go about it. And obviously first is getting the staff together uh, and, and making sure that's right. And then once that gets done, then it's really into the players and the draft process, the free agency, all those little different things that you need to take care of. And so feel good where I'm at right now. Uh, got some good guys in the building. And then once that gets uh, solidified, then it's on to the players. You know, like, like any coach, and Shane Steichen's our guest, by the way, on the Payless Sugars Hotline. Like any coach in the NFL, by the time you get to head coach, you've taken a circuitous route to get there, both as a player and a coach. When you really stop and think about it, the coach that you have either played for or coached under who has the greatest amount of influence that you find yourself going back to to assess situations is who? Is Norv Turner. You know, I, I got a ton of respect for Norv. He gave me my first opportunity in 2011, um, and just the way he handled it as a head coach, and just the staff meetings, and how he ran staff meetings, and what was important to him, um, and then also just the for his offensive philosophy and how he saw the game and went about it. Being around him, you know, again, I was started off on defense, and then in 2013 got to switch back on offense with, with him when you know he took the coordinator job at Cleveland. Uh, and then really, that's when I really worked hand-in-hand hand with him uh, in 2013 and saw how he ran it uh, offensively and the things he did to prepare uh, the players week in and week out and just ha- how to handle, you know, coaching staff and all those different things. But he did a tremendous job and got a ton of respect for him. You know, it's interesting, Coach, because when we talked to Norv Turner last week, he told us that, you know, he, he mentioned Darren Sproles right away. I mean, it was like the first name he mentioned that in terms yeah. of what he was able to do with him. Naeem Hines was kind of that kind of guy for Indianapolis. I realized that was before you were here when, when Hines eventually ended up in Buffalo. But could you use that kind of a player? Is that a kind of guy that you look at and you say to Chris Ballard, like, that's a wrinkle in this offense we could use? Yeah, I think with anything, anytime you got an exceptional player that does something well, uh, whether it's a receiver, tight end, or backs, I think you can always find value in those type of guys. Um, so, yeah, if those guys come up and we find those guys that can add value like a Sproles, uh, absolutely. Shane Steichen is with us here. Again, his first NFL combine as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Shane, when I think back to your stops in Philly and, I guess, San Diego, L.A., you guys had great skill talent. In your history in the NFL, obviously your quarterback resume speaks for itself, but what have you learned about supporting that quarterback with elite skill? There's no question about that. I think when you can surround, you know, your quarterback with elite skill talent, you can be an explosive offense. So as many pieces that you can put around that guy to make him successful, uh, it's going to make him a better player, the quarterback specifically. Uh, but then also just the team, you know. I mean, when you've got a lot of guys and you can gel that together and create, you know, what the vision that you want it to look like offensively, uh, you can become an explosive offense. We had Nick Sirianni on with us earlier this week, and he obviously was very – abusive in his praise for you as a play caller um do you have any sort of concern about what game days are going to look like for you in calling the plays and managing everything that goes on outside of just the immense responsibilities that come with calling the plays yeah i think that 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 work uh has got to be done throughout the week you know just especially situations that come up in the game so everyone's on the same page i thought we did a heck of a job in philly you know having our meetings throughout the week 
and then we had a big one on Friday uh, after the players were gone and just went through all those situations, you know, into half, into game, you know, third down calls, fourth down calls. Uh, we went through all those things. And so I think if you have a detailed plan going into it, uh, you're going to be prepared for those situations on Sunday. But, you, again, you got to have a detailed plan, who's speaking, who's talking in certain situations. Is part of that plan someone in the booth that's telling you about challenges and time management? Yeah, again, that's all exactly. There's there's certain guys that have that responsibility, and we're going to work through all those things this off season and get it figured out exactly how we want to do it. What's the one thing that you look at, Coach? Because I'm assuming that that you've had to do some run of the laundry list on the Colts organization or the roster. What's the one thing that you feel most needs a jolt from you? Um, you know, again, I, I'm not going to get into really specifics. I just think, you know, the vision that I have for this organization, take it day by day and, and grind it out. And I think, again, we got to be the biggest thing for me is the consistency part of it. You know, here's what I believe in. Here's what we got to get done day in and day out. And I think if you have the vision of what you want it to look like and you do it the right way, I think you have a chance to be successful. That, that was a pretty good try for me, though, wasn't it? I mean, that was that was decent, know. wasn't it? That was solid yeah. drive. Yeah. <laughs> that's he, kind of, he kind of Dikembe Matumboed you. I think, that's with, that's with, all we can do, that. right? <laughs> we got to, you know, that's all we can do. Hey, um, I'm curious, Coach Shane Steichen is our guest. You know, throughout this process, there was, you know, the the, the interviewing. I mean, we know how long you were here. You were, you were in the building. I mean, you know, there were a lot of great candidates. What did you learn about either Jim Irsay or Chris Ballard or the Colts that, that was most of intrigue to you? Um, I just think they're very passionate about the game and, and what they want to get done here. And that was very intriguing to me, just, you know, their passion for the game and, and what they want to get done. And it kind of aligned with a lot of the things that I had a vision for this place. And when you've got guys that are passionate about what they do, uh, I think you've got a chance to be successful. Just a couple more from us. Appreciate your time on this Friday morning, Shane. Again, Shane Steichen is with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. You mentioned finalizing your coaching staff. Um, was Bubba Ventrone a guy that you wanted to bring back? Yeah, Bubba had Bubba's a good coach. Um, you know, he had some opportunities out there, uh, and he had a great opportunity with Cleveland. Um, you know, he got the assistant head coach job in special teams, and, you know, I think he's going to do a hell of a job there. Were there any – stipulations in terms of staff for you to take the job when you were in the discussions with them uh from them yeah no they you know obviously i got you know as the head coach i got to pick the staff and you know i had a ton of respect for a lot of guys that were in this building when the quarterbacks again shane seconds with us when the quarterbacks get on the field tomorrow is there a specific like will you want to be on the field watching them what do you care that much about throwing in shorts and a t-shirt what, what i guess are you looking for tomorrow afternoon when the quarterbacks throw really just their functional movements you know their footwork their fundamentals is a big thing and you know as many many times as you can get eyes on these guys you know not just quarterbacks but all positions just to see their functional movements and skills it, it definitely helps the process because obviously when you go through this thing you want to you want to do as much as you can to see these guys in person see the different movements the different skills they have but again i said this the other day it's you know the quarterbacks sometimes you know they're throwing to these guys that they've never thrown to. So, like, when they miss a throw here and there, like, that's not going to be a determining factor, you know, routes on air. You know, guys are going to miss throws. But really just to see, you know, the arm strength, the accuracy, the footwork, uh, and just see, you know, just see their just see their body movements. Coach, I think what, what we have talked about on this show, certainly I have, that impresses me about your resume is that you have worked with and, and really helped flourish quarterbacks of different styles. 
Do you, from a coaching standpoint, say to yourself, I want a quarterback, which is the bigger priority to you, I guess? Finding a, a quarterback that is coachable to the style that you would like to see them play or being adaptable as a coach to coaching the style that they're most comfortable? I think it's the second one, being adaptable, because, you know, all these guys are going to be able to do different things, you know, from whether they're more of a scrambler type or they're more of a pocket passer. Um, you got to look at all those different things and really the success, you know, they've had. Are, are they winners? You know, a lot of guys that I've been around were winners. Uh, they won football games. You know, Jalen, Justin, Phillip uh, were big-time winners. Uh, and just really the, the way they went about their process and getting prepared every week and how much do they love the game. And that's part of the process that we go through when we're looking at all positions because there's going to be a lot of talented guys, you know, in this draft, whether it's quarterbacks, wide receivers, you know, running backs, tight ends, you know, DBs, linebackers, D-line. Like, well, how much do they love it? Are they going to give it everything they got to be the best they can? And I think if you have an opportunity, you know, some of these guys that play for 10-plus years, they all got one thing in common. Like, they, they, love, they love the grind. They love being a part of the grind. Uh, and then I think that's what separates a lot of these good players from great players is how they prepare week in and week out for games. Shane, last one from me. I'm about a month ago on this show, myself, Jake, my co-host, and Mark, our producer, we did a uh, snake draft to pick who we thought the new Colts head coach would be. Um, I was fortunate enough to pick you. Uh, the bet was that Mark and Jake would owe me a six-pack of beer, or whoever won would get a six-pack of beer from the other two. Uh, shows you the type of people I work with. We're a month into this. Uh, no six-packs of Shane beer. Shane Steichen should pick the beer. Have shown up. Wait, and so I will ask you, did Shane. Did you guys, did the beer get, did you get it done already or no? There are no six-packs of beer on the desk of mine. Um, so if you were the one heading into the liquor store near Eagle Creek or 56th Street, what would be the six-pack of beer of choice for Shane Steichen? I'm not a huge beer drinker, to be completely honest, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick a Corona. Nice. Huh? Well, nothing wrong with that, right? I, I had a couple now, last uh, week in Florida. Corona, Florida probably more for the summertime, wintertime. I, I can't tell you. I know a lot of guys drink IPAs. I'm not a big yeah. beer drinker, though. Uh, I, I'm with you. IPA though in the summer is it's like maple syrup, right? Would you go a glass of wine, or are you are, are you going a little liquor? What what would be the uh, the what would be the drink of choice? For me, uh, I'd sip on the thing of bourbon. Okay, All nice. Right. I like that. All right, I've got two other real quick questions for you, Coach. The first is this: the most crowded restaurant in Las Vegas, and every UNLV alum from the sports world is waiting to get a table. Larry Johnson, Randall Cunningham, Icky Woods, and Jerry Tarkanian are waiting outside. Which one gets the table? Gosh, you know what? That's a hard question for me because I haven't been there in a long time, and there's so many good restaurants there. Uh, I really don't have a great answer for you. I'm Spread them all out, right? Because I think there's a lot of good ones. Okay, last one is this. The movie Shane is my dad's all-time favorite movie with Alan Ladd, the old Western. Please okay. tell me you've at least seen it once. You know what? I'm not going to lie either. have not seen that. <laughs> Are you familiar with it? Nope. Wow. There you go. There's your homework assignment. That's the first film you've got to watch. You don't have any well, other well, film to watch. Your, over what's the next. your favorite movie? That's a great question. Shawshank is really high on the list, man. Really high. Great, great I, movie. Great, great movie. one. There's a good one called Grand Canyon that I'm the only person that saw, but that's also – I like to say that's my favorite because then I sound smart. There you go. I love so it. What about you? What's your favorite movie? Gosh, there's a lot. I don't know. I, I don't have a favorite one, to be completely honest. Either. There's three answers I haven't given you in a row. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, <laughs> all ball, right? That's, Isn't that how Chris Tyler right. described Shane Steichen earlier? Yeah you, yeah, you want to talk some more football, I'll give you some answers there. <laughs> it is direct. It is football 24-7, 365. Shane, congrats. What an awesome opportunity. I can imagine what the last few weeks have been like for you, especially this week with your first combine. So appreciate you making time for us on this Friday morning and look forward to future conversations. Of course. Appreciate you guys having me. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.